Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Brandy Van, a psychic development mentor who helps people develop their psychic abilities and trust themselves and live with pure intuition. Love that. This is amazing. Hey, Brandy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's fantastic to have you here and try and share this message of not letting people you know, hide behind the gifts that they have or maybe don't know that they have. So, Brandy, can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Sure. So uh, where I am in my business is very new. So I just started it in January and then I had my first client in April. I've had a few clients since then. So I just feel like I'm brand making new. Um, and what I love about it is people who like, they're not sure if they have a psychic ability or they're very like much doubting themselves. And then I work with them. And within just a three month short period of time, they are doing like rock star amazing things. So I love watching their transformation of like, not so sure. And then they want to quit the program. And I have to tell them like, keep going. And then like, they keep with it. And then they're doing awesome things. I absolutely love that. Oh, that's fantastic. So how, what is it that makes your clients reach out to you? Because if you said they, they're not quite sure or they do, or they want to sort of hone, what, what is it that brings you into their world? Because if you don't know you have these, you may not even see you or even know that you exist. So what's, what's that like? Yeah. Like, so a lot of the people I work with, I've met them in person first at the, these workshops that I do in the area. So I think in that workshop, which is about an hour and a half long, they are, seeing how enthusiastic I am about it and they see that it's my passion and then that makes them want to work with me because I show them that I am proud of it I love it I want to be the spokesperson for it and so I think it then makes their their mind change into why am I hiding it and like look at her like she is like embracing it and you know talking about it and enthusiastic so I think that really helps change their mindset into something that maybe they're ashamed of or they're afraid Mm. of talking to people about into hey it's actually really awesome and beautiful and they kind of want to do what I'm doing so yeah I think that's it nice and what are the what are maybe the, the sort of challenges that they face or the things or the awareness that maybe you bring to the table that may, maybe they can't see on their own what's that first sort of step what's that first hurdle that you help them sort of work through or see or, or embrace yeah, the first step is always the same. It's always their self-doubt. So they're doubting themselves. They're doubting that they're getting messages from spirit. They're doubting that they can develop the ability. So a lot of it is self-doubt. And I am basically just their cheerleader of, 
I was in your same shoes. I was there too. I was doubting myself. You know, I was doing mediumship readings and people were validating it and I was still doubting myself. So it's just a very natural part of it of, you know, not trusting yourself, not trusting your intuition. And so I really get them to understand that that's completely normal. And that's just a hurdle that you can overcome. Yeah. Let's zoom in on that because self-doubt shows up in so many different ways for a lot of people. So if we can sort of qualify that with, okay, this is what it actually means maybe to your clients, maybe what it means, what it meant to you. Can you expand a bit more on what is that for your clients? How is that showing up? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? What are other people saying? Can you just paint that picture? Yeah. So I think a lot of it is if you don't have a support system and if someone's telling you you're making it up or you're only doing this for attention or you're crazy. So I think that obviously if you're hearing that, especially if you're hearing it your whole life from family members or people in your community, like you're going to automatically think that they're right and that you're not Mm -hmm. going to trust it. Um, And then I also think that people along with that self-doubt is, you know, I think they start to internalize that. So am I crazy? Are these real? There's no science on it. You know, your rational mind gets in the way and says, you're making this up. And the rational mind's been in the driver's seat forever. So for Mm. you to now click it, like to change that into intuition, it's very not, it's a very hard process. It's not easy to do because your rational mind just your ego wants to stay in the driver's seat. And now I don't know whether talking about your business or our business. I mean, when we help solopreneurs and CEOs, it's about that, yeah, that rational mind, these proven, these well-worn paths, the programming, these things that have kept us safe. So stepping out, we could talk about you know, marketing ourselves, being seen in the world as an entrepreneur. We could talk about embracing the intuition and the psychic abilities and the gifts that you have, that knowing and being confident with that, that that they're both being seen, they're both putting themselves out there, but that goes against our our human biology, which is stay safe. Yes. And it, logically, we might all know this. I mean, there's so much literature around this. There's so much that we, everyone talks about this, but still, I get it. And yet in the moment, I still find myself keeping small, keeping safe. That's what we hear all the time, right? So let's flip this around. For your clients, once you give them this this safe space in this container to expand, explore, trust themselves. Once this becomes second nature, once it becomes part of them, what changes in their world? Yeah, they um you can just like see and feel their empowerment. Like it's amazing to watch someone who has been doubting themselves to then get these validations and to get more and more experiences. And I think if they would do that on their own, they might not like know what to look for. But if I, Mm. if they're telling me something, I can say, Hey, let's look into that a little further. You know, that's something that you just said you doubted, but this is like a huge thing that you just experienced. And so whenever you can, look at it with intention. And when you can really show someone what they just told you and their mind, they're seeing it one way. But then whenever I hear about it, I'm like kind of changing their perspective to look at it in a different way. They might think it's something very small. And then I'm just like, no, this is huge. And you need to see it as huge. So I think it's also that like, you need, that's why it's very important to have a mentor because because I was in their shoes, now I can now look at them and be like, no, this is actually a really big thing that you just have had happened to you. Yeah. So tell me about 
give me an example of a perspective shift. Give me an example of something you've taken uh, one of your clients through and the direct impact that that had yes. on what they did, how they showed up. Yeah. So one, like one of my clients definitely is like always rings in my mind. So it's a three month mentorship program. He was about halfway through and I'm teaching them psychic exercises because you really need to like work out your psychic muscle. It's just like going to the gym and you're working out a muscle that you've never worked out before. So he's doing these exercises and he came to me and he's like, I think I'm going to quit the program. It's not working. And again, I'm their cheerleader and I'm like, it's not going to happen overnight. You've got to stick with it. You're going to do amazing things. And now he is an angelic healer. So he is able to channel St. Michael and he is healing people at an amazing rate. Like I swear his rate is like 98%. Like just last week, he, he was saying that he prayed for someone and it was a baby. They were in the NICU for 11 months, their whole life. He prayed for this baby for three days and now she's at home. And it's like story after story of this where at first you're thinking, is it just coincidence? And you're, he's doubting himself. And then the more validations he gets, it's like, there's no way this is coincidence. You're clearly making a huge difference in these people's lives. And now he just totally embraces it and runs with it. And he's doing like such a beautiful job with it. You said the word embrace there, because you can go down a route of, you see these results, you see the transformations, you see the impacts. And there's also the other devil on your shoulder or people saying yeah but come on there's other factors okay heads up there's always other factors we are in a massive ecosystem here together of energy of connection of frequency of so much however for the individual to be able to as you said embrace um as we say to be able to surrender to actually not give up but let go from that place and holding on to the the experiential understanding not just logically i see this not just mm -hmm. emotionally i feel it not just physically i'm doing it but i've seen the results time and time and time and time again yeah from absolutely. that place is okay now we're starting to override our our programming we're starting to override ourselves we're starting to not listen to the devil on your shoulder or the people who uh, don't know better or maybe they're trying their best but don't understand what's going on in, in your world so that ability to embrace or surrender. That sounds so freeing. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah, because if you hide behind it and or if you're afraid to develop it or if you don't believe in yourself, you'll, you'll never find that freedom. And mm -hmm. it's it's not like it's that much work. Like I always tell people, you only need to put like 20 to 30 minutes a day into this. It's not like it's an eight hour a day program. And just that little 20 to 30 minutes a day, just like if you were to go to the gym, I mean, it makes a huge impact and not just on yourself, but you're helping other people, which I believe is why we're all here. Hmm. Well, damn it. That's why you're here. That's why you shifted to launch your own business, to do the thing that you're, you're passionate. You've overcome maybe the hurdles and, and beliefs and external that your clients are going through, that they had to work through. So you built your business based on this. You're now standing out as the leader that, yes, everyone needs to see this. Everyone needs to hear this. But even having that belief, even having these results, to go into the world of entrepreneurship, being a business owner, oh my gosh, it is tough. So yeah. what, what's it been like for you in this initial year as you've been sort of building your business? What, what are the challenges that you, you kind of faced? 
Yeah. So of course you, you start thinking like, oh, I'm just going to magically have clients all the time and, you know, I'll only be coaching and this will be amazing. But That's the way it works, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you get into it and it's like, oh, this is way harder than what I thought. So my biggest thing definitely is just getting in front of enough people and not just enough people, but the right people, you know, I need to find mm. those clients that want to work with me right now that are ready to do it, that, you know, they're my ideal clients. And it's like, how do I find these people? And that's like the hardest thing for me is like, where do I go to find these people who need me so that I can be of service to them? Mm. So well, we were chatting about this offline because talking about your business and everything you're doing and what's going on and all the fun and games, it's, it's fantastic. And everyone's got a different experience. Everyone's got different things that they're doing. So for you, it's more, it, it is, is that marketing? I mean, we come into business ownership and it's like, we want to fulfill, do the work, do the thing we want to do, but oh my gosh, we've got to do admin and marketing and sales and then fulfill. And there's the platforms and the, and the technology and all the, everything comes into play. So for you, it's more than marketing. For you, it's more, okay, how do I, this is amazing. More people need this. How can I find the right people? So what have you found yourself doing? So I did take a, a business program. It was a four-month program. And what I learned with her program was to do two to three workshops a month. So I am doing that in local yoga studios. I'm also doing uh, podcasts, obviously. And, and then I'm also writing for online magazines. So I write articles based on topics that I think people would find interesting to know how to find me. And then I just started the beast of social media. So I had never been on social media before this because I don't like being in front of a screen every day. I'm a very much um, an experienced person. I would rather be not in front of a screen. And so writing these posts and content is like, I'm doing it, but I'm definitely not enjoying myself. But I feel like it's a necessary evil that I have to do to find people. Oh my gosh, this necessary evil. So you've been thrust into doing something that you that you don't enjoy that brings this level of what is it? Just is it, is it fear? Is it anxiety? What what do you feel when you're on, on these platforms? Oh, the I, the anxiety is crazy. Like I just <laughs> I, I it, it, the anxiety comes from me wanting so badly to be doing something else. And that's where the anxiety mm. is coming from. It's like I do not want to be doing this right now, but I feel like I I have to. Like I feel so forced that I have to do this when my mind is like I would so much rather be doing anything else. <laughs> and so it's that anxiety of like not having control over that time to myself and doing what I want to do and what I have to feel yeah. like I have to do. So there is always so much information in the world. And I guess that this sort of adds on to the, the social anxiety, which is when you're on there as a business owner, are you targeted with all these tactics and tools and strategies? And here's what you should do. Here's what you need to do. Are you now engulfed in that world? Oh, I'm so in that world. It is like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Oh, this is my day to day. Like I have to do this all day, like reels and carousels and stories and videos and lives. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel like what else would I be doing? Because I just don't know what else I can be doing. And so I don't want to just sit here and not do anything. So I'd rather do something. I'd rather do something than nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why this thought popped in my head, but to try and sort of shift a perspective or try and just paint a picture in a different way. I'm not saying you do this, but I'm just going to sit down and eat a burger every single day. 
for every single meal because I, I don't know what else to do. It, it, I don't like it. It's making me sick, but I don't know what else to eat. So yum, 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 yum. <laughs> it's maybe a stupid analogy, but I, it came to me. So I'm going to say in the, in the spirit of intuition, downloads, trusting, that's a simple analogy, but shit, doesn't that make it a bit simple? Yeah. And you know what really resonated me with me when you just said that was like, if I ate a burger every day, I'd, I would be so unhealthy. And so I'm like now looking at my mental health of I'm doing this every day. I know it's giving me anxiety. Like, what am I doing to my mental health knowing I hate this and I'm doing it every day? Isn't look, there's two threads here. I'm going to try and save both of them. Isn't your mental state, isn't your mental abilities a big part of your gift? And a big yes. part of how you help people. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So if you're eating a burger a day, what would be the result of that? I would be so unhealthy. How so? Would, yeah. Like it's so bad for you. <laughs> what, what, My cholesterol would probably go up. I would gain weight. I would feel lethargic. Like ugh, I would just feel so gross. <laughs> okay. Which one stand out more? Which one would be more obvious? The weight or the being lethargic? The weight, I would okay. think. Okay. It's physical. It's visual. Yeah. We can see it. Yes. It has more importance. So right now, with that analogy, what you may be doing, I say maybe, if I'm being blunt, it's like what you are doing. <laughs> Bad coach. I can't say that, but damn it, why can't I sometimes? <laughs> What what's happening is it's because it's the mental because the unseen, it's invisible, which means it has less shit. That's your business. It's the unseen that has less importance. When your whole business is all about it's the unseen. It is the knowing that has the most importance. Yes, that alignment doesn't. What's align. that doing to your business? <laughs> it doesn't align. Yeah, absolutely. So when your clients are out of alignment, what do they see? What happens? Yeah, it's it's not working for them, right? So everything just starts to not fall into place. They're not balanced. They're not centered. They're not grounding themselves. Yeah, it, all, it definitely makes sense. So and then you, you, you know this, yes. your clients in this aspect, but for yourself as a business owner, as you're going through this, probably because, again, you've bought all the courses, you've seen all the mentors, you've heard all the practices, you need to be doing this. You need to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. And so I'll hold space for, we all do the best we can with the knowledge that we have. But this is probably the most amazing experience that you can have. To hold space for what you're feeling is anxiety. What you're doing is causing you that. And what you're doing is not actually bringing in clients. Yeah. However, you're doing it to yourself. True. So if, I mean, we can talk about the mental state, the beliefs, the programs, the stories. We can talk about our body, our brainwaves, our nervous system, neurochemicals. The anxiety is a message. You're an expert listening to your body, to listening to your intuition. However, this one, you're able to say, but it's okay because I'm doing this. If that could change and you can bring that lesson to your clients, what, 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 what else would change? 
Yeah, right. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so let's play that. Let's let's, let's go to let's, let's let's just riff on this and, and play around with. Okay, what do, what do you want? How do you want to grow your business? Forget the gurus. Forget what everyone. What everything works. We know that. How do you want to do it? So I absolutely love talking in front of groups. Like most people have like a fear of public speaking and I absolutely like thrive from it. If I could get a group of like, I don't even care how many, 500, 1,000, whatever. Like I get a high from it. Like I love it. I know what I'm talking about. I love that people are listening. And I think people love my outgoingness and my personality and that's what really makes me connect with people even when I'm doing these workshops it's like five people and they're like oh my gosh you like you just bring so much like umph to it right but if I could do it for like a huge group of people that is how I would love to grow it (laughs) umph you bring so much umph to it yes I love that okay how much umph do you get with social media negative negative (laughs) (laughs) negative 3,000 umph joules right if that's a thing yeah okay so why can't you do more of what you want? What, what is actually behind that? Because there's, there's a controller. There's a belief or there's, there's something in there that's still not yeah. being brought out. What do you think that is? I think it's the where. You know, if I'm having problems even finding a few people to do these workshops, like where am I going to find, you know, 500 people to be able to do a huge event for? And then also the cost, right? Because maybe it's not where I live and maybe I have to travel a whole bunch of places and then I got to put so much money into it and I don't know if I'll make that money back. So the fear of spending all that money to go to all these places and then I don't get any clients from it. So yeah, a couple of things yeah. there. So all these, the fear of the unknown, the fear of it not working. Yeah. But if I can just shift that, and literally had the same conversation yesterday. If we can shift that around into, but it's already not working. Here's already what's happening. Here's what you're losing in terms of impact and conversations and revenue by doing this. So you flip it around and say, not what it might not happen. What if it does? Because you've got your situation now. And if you go in on a two realms, what's real and what you can see and what's unreal, what could have happened. And the best quotes I ever heard was, you know, the biggest cost in any business today is the money you could have made but didn't because you don't have the right systems and mindset in place. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. That perspective is, okay, now you start to see the data behind it. Yeah. But then the truth is that with that knowledge, only goes so far. Now we still have to deal with the emotions, the thoughts, the beliefs, the, the, the ah, that, that feeling. Logically, yeah, Mark, I get it. I get it. But how the fuck do I do it? Cool. Yeah. That's why I'm Forget Yourself was born. That's why we do what we do. This is the kind of the fun. Same with your work. So the way you guide your clients through it, it's similar. How can you pick upon your skill set and leverage what the hell you're so good at? Try and apply it for yourself beautiful you have everything you need you just need to be able to apply it yes and that's where it is how <laughs> okay the how 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 and where we will cover the how maybe on a part two but also i can come back and say it's, it's not about the how it's about the the who you it's about the who we always search for how 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 fuck the how 
Once we step into our own power, this is what you're talking about with your clients. Step them stepping into their own power, and then it's like, ah, it's not how do I do this? It's feel it. Feel it. The how will come. Do you have the vision? Are you building yourself up mentally, physically, emotionally, environmentally? The how is the least important part. It plays a role. You've got to take action. But maybe remove the weight to the how. Or we find one how and we absolutely nail the hell out of that. And that is it. You are so good at it. Oh my gosh. And you love it. Randy, this has been so much fun. Thank you for thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Thank you so much. You're so, so welcome. Has this helped at all? Yeah, I, I think so. But I, I guess to be honest, though, I'm still like, well, how? <laughs> I'm case, still we... having the limited belief of how. <laughs> then we need to be able to remove the how. All right. <laughs> Part two coming soon. Brandy's removing the how. <laughs> look, but in, look in the meantime brandy if you want to find out more about you and the amazing work that, that you do where can they find you sure so they can go to my website it's brandyvan.com that's brandy with an i and i would love if they wanted to book a discovery call with me because even if it's like you know you don't want to work with me but you just need that like-minded community someone that's not going to judge you someone that you've been wanting to you know share your experiences with like i there's nothing you can tell me that I haven't heard or gone through myself. So yeah, you can always just reach out. I would love to be that, you know, person that can just hear you out if that's what you need. Fantastic. Beautiful. Well, Brandy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for playing along. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate oh, you're it. You're so welcome. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.